You're listening to Ari Snapshots. Each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. Welcome to another edition of the RE Snapshots podcast. It's a little bit exciting for this podcast because we're actually chatting with Peter Newman, who is at the Global Herbicide Resistance Challenge Conference, and we're going to find out all about what's been going on there and the differences between the perceptions of agros and farmers in the US compared to Australia. So a few little interesting topics that we'll touch on. But firstly, Pete, how are you? Oh, extremely well, Jess. I had a couple of weeks holiday and now I'm just swanning around a conference in Denver. So life's been pretty easy for a couple of weeks. And I did want to just get a quick overview of how the RV trip went because I did tweet and let people know that you were trying to keep your huge RV on the road. Did it all go to plan? It went amazingly to plan. We set this huge agenda of an itinerary before we left and thought if we achieve half of that, it'll be great. And we achieved all of it. That's awesome. So I won't go on for too long, but we had a 30-foot RV, which was also very wide on the wrong side of the road. I didn't crash it. We did 2,000 miles. And I tell you what, we took in Grand Canyon and Zion. And I've been there before, but everybody has got to go there in their life it is breathtaking it's just beautiful and then we went into the mountains and uh scored some snow at the end so it was an amazing trip with the family i'll put it on my list (laughs) oh yeah everyone's got to go it really is something an amazing thing about the grand canyon we went there uh, of an evening you know just at sunset and we're doing a walk around the rim and all of the people there's hundreds of people but they're all whispering and they're really quiet like they're in church and it's just because you're in front of this beautiful thing and everyone gets really respectful and really quiet it was really quite something it was really really great oh wow that's cool all right well you have been at the uh the global herbicide resistance challenge conference for the last few days and yeah, a little bit tricky to say because you just think the C at the end is going to be conference, but no, it's challenge conference, isn't it? <laughs> it's a challenge and they've got the theme challenge accepted everywhere. So right. it's this theme that we're, we have a challenge, but we're up for it. Okay. And can you firstly just give us a bit of an overview of what you've seen so far at the conference? Well, I guess it sort of opened up with an overview of the world. So we had presentations. Steve Powers opened the conference with just a bit of a world perspective about how Resistant weeds are a challenge to food. We heard from all the regions, from Australia, from the US, South America, Europe, Asia, about what is going on there and the different species and so on. And I guess there's a feeling that herbicide resistance has gotten worse everywhere, um, as you would imagine. But I sort of get the feeling at this conference, Jess, that like when we had the last conference in Fremantle, everyone was really worried and you know resistance just really hit them big time in the US particularly but now it seems like the resistance hasn't gone away but perhaps the management of the weeds has gotten better and while the problem is still there maybe the management is better and so I don't really get that feeling of desperation that I felt from uh, a lot of the internationals uh, last time we met. Right. And what about the attitude or, I guess, the mindset of farmers and agronomists? Did you get a sense of what it was like for US agronomists and farms compared to those back home in Australia when it comes to herbicide-resistant issues? Yeah, well, there aren't many farmers or agronomists here. They're actually quite busy planting crops. Um, But talking to lots of the people here, they're saying that the farmers are still very, very herbicide-focused and they're looking for that herbicide answer. That's in the 
in the US and also South America as well. And in other parts of the world, particularly South America, for example, there's a lot of one-year land rental or leasing goes on. So it's really hard to come up with those long-term solutions because people might only have a field for a year and then it might be leased to someone else the following year. So there's big challenges like, like that. So they still generally, most people in the world really are quite herbicide-focused. Yeah, that's interesting and it's good to see that we're making progress over here but we do have a bit of a mission at ARI and you took this theme through with your presentation you did at the conference which is trying to get a bit of a global movement going about herbicide resistance and trying to tackle it on a global scale and have the knowledge available to everyone. Tell us how your presentation went first of all, Pete. Yeah, well, I was really fortunate to be given the opportunity at an international conference to run a three-hour-long workshop. So they had workshops yesterday morning on the Tuesday morning of the conference. And myself and Lisa Mayer from RE and Melissa and Nicole from the US, uh, we ran a workshop about communication. And, and look, I really turned up with this agenda that I wanted to really tell them and suggest that there's this grassroots movement approach where rather than being the researcher and trying to come up with the idea and then tell people about it, which works for some things, but, but to have this grassroots approach where, like we've done here with windrow burning or with Ray Harrington with the seed destructor, where a farmer has the idea and the communicator speaks to them and then we get the scientists involved to add some science to what they're doing and then the, we share that with other farmers and often... It's our farmer champions sharing that with other farmers. So we ran a workshop suggesting uh, that sort of grassroots approach. Yeah, that's really cool. And how did people respond? Well, they were very positive. Um, we got a big list of barriers um, about how hard it is to do it that way. And it is harder. I mean, it's much easier to do a research project and then just do a series of workshops and tell people what your results were. But... We sort of feel that that doesn't necessarily get the practice change that we're looking for and hence the suggestion of the grassroots movement. But it was viewed very positively and it's very ambitious to think that we're going to turn up and suggest that people are just going to say, yeah, you know what, you're right, let's do it. Uh, we were sort of hoping that's what they would do, yeah. but I don't think we've quite achieved that this time around. It might take a couple of efforts to to sort of get it to sink in perhaps. Yes, that's right. You can't change things overnight. But we did. We have put the, the feelers out there on Twitter, letting people know that uh, at the conference, we've tagged the conference in, on Twitter, that they can jump on board, subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to our blog and keep up to date with what information we're putting out from Ari and also WeSmart as well. And hopefully that starts, you know, a few people might jump on and, you know, it all starts small, doesn't it? And that can, it can eventually get a bit bigger over time. So that's the goal, I think. It's funny that you say that, Jess, because I had this subliminal thing going on yesterday with music in the workshop and at every break I played the Paul Kelly song from Little Things, Big Things Grow. (laughs) 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 That's right. They're going to wake up singing that in the middle of the night oh, that's what he was on about. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's, what's on the agenda for the remaining part of the conference, Pete? Tomorrow morning we have some presentations from some really good people about management and so on. And then in the afternoon is the Harvest Weed Seed Control Symposium. So that's a big deal for us. And look, there is a bit of a buzz about Harvest Weed Seed Control and the Harrington Seed Destructor. 
and we really feel like the time is nigh. The Americans have really caught on and they are ready to adopt, I think. We sort of feel like they're on the cusp. Ray is here. Ray is like a bull at a gate. Yeah, it's Ray he loving it. <laughs> just in, he is in heaven. He doesn't <laughs> stop. He's got so much energy. He's in everybody's ear. And uh, also Judd Wheatley from De Bruin Engineering is over here. Ken Young from GRDC who's been involved in, you know, getting the destructor going and obviously a huge RE contingent. Very quiet in the office there, I imagine, Jess. It's very quiet, yes. I've been keeping myself entertained. <laughs> they're all in Denver, but um, or Denver as we Denver. call it. I, you know, I had to... Uh, I had to spell my name for someone the other day because oh, wow. I said Peter and they didn't understand it. Yeah, you got to pronounce that R. Peter. But, um, yeah, we. <laughs> so tomorrow morning we're going to be having the Harvest Weed Seed Control Symposium. We're going to hear from all the different weeds around the world and which are the candidates. And to tell you what, the US weeds are at the top of the list. They are the absolute world champions of weed seed retention. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they are... And also, the destructor destroys them like nothing else, 99% destruction in the mill. So, the, it's all set up for tomorrow to be a turning point and to, and to get Harvest Weed Seed Control started. I mean, it's once again, it's ambitious. You think that it's going to happen at a conference, but it's got to start somewhere, Jess. That's right. And you've got to go in confident, you know. That's the way to go. <laughs> I can tell you what, they've actually adjusted the agenda so that Ray speaks first and I have no doubt that he'll be going in confident. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> but all the same, good luck to all of you. Uh, I hope it goes as you hope it does. I'm certainly keeping my fingers crossed that it's well received and we have a bit of a movement that takes off from this. But, yeah, only time will tell, I think. Yeah, and look, I think it, these things do take time. They do. It is agriculture and takes time. but. But the word on the street about harvest weed seed control, it's ready to go. I had a great chat this morning over coffee with um, Jason Norsworthy, who was one of the great speakers at the Fremantle Conference. Jason is the University of Arkansas. And it's funny because he was saying, uh, yes, they've, they've done a lot with herbicides, but getting preems into their system and they've really improved their weed control. And his research is similar lines to what we're doing in Australia but completely different cropping system but crop competition and harvest weed seed control you know we talk about those things a lot in Australia and they are they're two big uh, tools for American farmers to use as non-herbicide tools and that just like us they're getting really good results with those tools here. That's great news. I'm not sure if listeners know, but next year is actually the 20th anniversary of Ari as a group, which it did start off as Wari and then we branched out to the national Ari that we are today. And I've heard down the grapevine that Roberto Busey from Ari actually put on a bit of a dinner for Steve Powell's and had many speakers. How did it all go, Pete? Give us a bit of an insight. It was hilarious. If you've ever met Roberto, he's the animated Italian and he was on his game. <laughs> he was just amping. He was hilarious. So he organised for us all to go to dinner. He sent an email around and before we knew it, we had 53 people going to dinner. We're in a private room. 
Roberto had organised a slideshow. At the beginning, he joked, there's only 88 slides, which there actually was <laughs> in his slideshow. He reckons he spent more time on that slideshow than his conference presentation. <laughs> and he had 11 speakers from all over the world, people that had worked with Steve Powers, including lots of the current ARI crew, uh, who gave t talks and told stories about Steve and about ARI and... It was a really good celebration of Ari and of Steve's career and it was it was a really good fun night and uh, hats off to Roberto and he if he's if his career in uh, in weed science doesn't go too well I think he's got a future one in stand-up comedy oh okay so what was one of the highlights from the stories that were told are you allowed to say no oh, there was one story where Steve had done some research and someone had heard of this research and they got an American letterhead and they faxed it to him saying, we've already done this research, we've got the results. <laughs> <laughs> they did it in the middle of the night from Australia. So it felt like it came from the US. And Steve had steam blowing out of his ears and they only just caught him in time the next morning to tell him it was a joke before he sent the abusive email, <laughs> abusive fax back to <laughs> So yeah, he was the victim of a practical joke a long time ago. And, oh. Oh, that's oh, look, there was there was lots. Roberto was really uh, on song with all the gags and, and yeah. you know, got a great collection of good people to tell funny stories. <laughs> but it was, yeah, lots of fun. Good to celebrate these things. Definitely. As well, keep an eye out for our celebrations because we will be making a bit of a fuss next year. But for now, Pete, I reckon that sums it up. I better let you go out to dinner because you're obviously still in the US and you're probably a bit hungry. Yeah, I've got the family here, so we're going to wander down the street and grab something to eat. We're going to try and I haven't eaten ribs yet. I've got to eat a oh. big pile of US ribs. Make sure you wear a bib. menu tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Good all on right. you, Jess. No worries. Thanks, Pete.